Welcome to the Deep Dive. Hope you're well, listeners. How are you, Mr. Smith? I am doing pretty good, Trent. Yeah, I'm doing alright, doing alright. Doing doing as good as can be expected on a midweek, wintry night. Although although it feels like footy is just around the corner. It is. Well, the red wine's out, so the football can't be too far away. This is true. Uh, How about you? How are you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you for listening. We very much appreciate it. Massive thanks to our mates at Hopster Home. Great new pack that they've sent out, which I will explain in a second. So this episode, we're going to do the next three teams. So if you're keeping up with our series of 2019 season previews, the next three will be Port, Richmond and St Kilda. Which will be interesting at the back end there, but we're going to do the next three, uh, and then we're going to go through some kind of, you know, also tonight we'll do bits and pieces. No one knew as much on the agenda as last week where we went a little bit over time, but we will definitely get into uh, Jack Watts going down back, which you just mentioned before, <laughs> yes. which I'm trying going to talk about. It's pretty funny. So there's a few things we're going to talk about, but uh, the bulk of it will be about the next three teams, and I think they are pretty interesting. And then also, we'll do a little bit of JLT. Uh, AFLW and, and bits and pieces, of course, as well. Uh, now that we've seen a bit of JLT, we can talk a, a little bit about kind of where we think teams are at and to some degree, even some of the ones that we've talked about in the past. But look, they are practice games. A few people have said, oh, look, are you guys going to do like full previews of JLT games? We can't, can't really. Effectively, when, you know, teams are really testing things out and it's really not uh, not very serious. So we'll, we'll definitely talk about it. I'm not going to do a no. really in-depth preview because it's... Really kind of predicting something. That's, and, yeah. sorry, AFLW is on, so I'm more inclined to watch AFLW than well, JLT because it's not a practice it's a real, match. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a real game. They're playing for premiership points. So, massive thanks to our mates at Hopster Home. Fantastic new pack. Uh, we just got a new pack in the mail. We just tried tonight the Red, Red Hill. Hill. Yeah, the uh, session at IPA from uh, Mornington. Delicious. Great. Delicious. And really good packaging. Like it the is. Really packaging new sales, so new packaging. Might be... Difficult if you're a Red Hill fan. It's very, very different. They haven't just they've completely redone it. It looks good. Done. Completely well. They'd had it that old branding. Yeah, it does. It yeah, they'd had that branding for ages, and they'd also were in bottles. And I think cans now give them a bit of scope as well with with people like Hobster Home that are sending fresh cans yeah, out to customers. Absolutely. So no, massive well thanks done to them. And yeah. Beautiful beer, great. Some cool things. There's a there's a like a blueberry. Uh, I had a look through it. There's a blueberry IPA, which sounds whack as from uh, Hop Nation uh, in the west of Melbourne. There's some like less psycho stuff than that as well. So it's a really nice. It's a very balanced pack. There's some fun stuff that's you know really off the rails, but then there's some stuff that's that's pretty easy drinking as well. So it's a lot of fun. And um, yeah, look, Hops to Home, great sponsors of ours, curating fantastic fresh craft beer to your door. Uh, definitely check them out. Hops to Home com.au and the promo code AFL Deep Dive gives you $25 off your first pack, which is a pretty good deal. You can pause and resume their membership at any time, so whether it's the 10 uh, cans or the 20 cans, very, very well worth it. It's as effective cost-wise to going into a bottle shop, so but ultimately... You don't need to leave your home. Don't have to leave, and, and it's fresh, and that's the thing. So often you go, go to a, a craft brewery, uh, you know, focused... Uh, even crappery focused stores and, and the, the beer's out of date. Been there for a long or, time. Or, or, you know, it's sort of two, three months. And the reality is with beer, it's, it's the reverse of, you know, fine wine. It's, it's The idea is you want to drink it now, yeah. as soon as possible. Uh, you know, the, well, not all beer, but IPAs and pale ales. Most and, of know, yeah, yeah, a lot. Yeah, Anything There's, with... Hops, Outside of stout, basically. I guess, yeah. effectively, and some porters. Most of you want to have now. Yeah, exactly. So that's the thing. Definitely check out hopstome.com.au. And... 
great present. Good present. Definitely get presents out. Uh, Easter I know it's not, a bit funny. Yeah, but Easter. No, no, they, no. May, they might do something for Easter. Maybe not everyone some, eats chocolate, so I guarantee. Well, I guarantee there's some hipster breweries that would definitely. I'd be prefer doing beer over Easter eggs. For uh, Easter chocolate. So if there's any stout. of our listeners out there that I, I mean, I've got a um, <laughs> subscription anyway, but if you want to give me another one, I'll be happy. Oh, for more Easter presents. <laughs> no, more beer. Maybe maybe do that with, like, you've got some nephews. Maybe just hide beer cans around. Just Ooh, for Easter hunt. Yeah, yeah. yeah, And then they have to drink all the cans they find. I think my brother might get to them before they do. That's true. He's a big fella. Yeah, <laughs> he, like, he, does, he likes a beer. He does enjoy a beer. Yeah. So definitely uh, check out hopstone.com.au. Great sponsors of ours. Uh, not really too much housekeeping beyond the game we'll be back soon we've um, been speaking yeah. here we're definitely going to tee that up before the season starts we'll do some live shows um, we're definitely chatting to a few as I spoke and sort of teased at the start of the year some special guests so that's definitely on the cards as well yeah hopefully over the next week or two we we'll have, have some a bit info. more indication yeah. of when and who those it's uh, cool. guests are going to be and we'll let you know when that happens well as soon as we know we'll let you know and and the reality is it it's what we're planning I think for this year and, and ongoing for, for this podcast is going to be fun and it'll be pretty interesting and add, add ideally a whole new dynamic which will be really cool uh, but yeah, let's bang into... Let's do a bit of AFLW first. Yes, what do you yeah, reckon? have an overview of last week. AFLW, GL, uh, JRT, BLT. and BLTs. And well, we'd have to go through Actually, the X. I feel like a BLT at the moment. Mm, I was thinking about it yesterday. Good. So again, another really, really good round good of Some close um, games women's too. football. I guess the biggest thing that came out was the shellacking and the first loss that... North Melbourne experience. Yeah. So obviously Adelaide now would definitely have to be the favourites to take out the premiership this year. Yeah, you think after so? After what they um, demonstrate over the weekend. But other than that, yeah, some really good games. Again, really, really good crowds. This is the most in- important thing I reckon from the AFL and and each of the teams' perspectives is that it's still drawing crowds, even though the men's competition is obviously starting to. Uh, enter into more serious domain even though JLT is more community and and practice games obviously such established uh, format people still um, going to want to go to those games but good to see crowds up and about yeah exactly Erin Phelps looks amazing she is run through the game absolute superstar we did we talked about her I think we've mentioned her name every week and she's obviously going to in in my mind she's going to take MVP She's going to be the most valuable player for the year. She looks great. Bar injury. And I think she'll be holding up the cup at the end of the year for Adelaide Crows. Yeah, you think so. they'll do it convincingly. I can't see any team getting close to them at the moment. So to run through the, the round, so Brisbane lost pretty heavily to the Cats. That wasn't a close game. That that wasn't the greatest way to start the round. So 8-35, to 35, the Cats won by 27 points. Great to see an away win from the Cats. Cats look better in the last couple of weeks. That, that's that been good to see. Yeah, and... They had a kind of a lull there, but they, they look okay. Absolutely, and, and really good to see them finally get a win after a, a promising start to their tenure in the AFLW. And obviously, big loss to injury, which we've highlighted every week since, but it's Notable, we we'll need to mention that in case someone hasn't been listening to our podcast. Yeah. And Brisbane obviously have been bridesmaids basically. A couple since, of times. Yeah, a yeah. couple of times. And so this is a really good result for Geelong and coming at a really good time to 
push their sponsorships yeah. and memberships and just give some uh, confidence boost to the playing group as well. So, yeah, really good result there yeah, for look, Geelong, but not so much for Brisbane. No, exactly. I think the Cats have, have really sort of restructured quite well. I mean, obviously, you know, losing Nina Morrison, it, it's not ideal. Probably they're, you know, obviously number one drafting and one of their better players, but they've definitely fixed it up. And then the, the Blues got over the Pies, which, again, are having a really horror season. Uh, the Blues won 34-29. to Blues have been a little bit up and down, but ultimately they're, they're looking okay. Lost last week, but then the week before, you know, really took GWS to town away. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, look, re- really impressive game. That was close to only five points, 34-29. to uh, And then also Demons really, you know, sort of pushing again. I, I think the Demons are, are still a, a fair threat. Um, you know, it's going to be very, very tight this season, and particularly with this ridiculous conference system, it, there's going to be good teams that will miss out. But 57 to 18, the and GWS look pretty, pretty average. I'll be honest. That that yeah, the demons. Yeah, they've had that one points. or two good games this year, and then uh, then they've obviously been exposed by some of the yeah. better teams this year. So well, a given, bit disappointing for GWS. That's it. And given the shorter quarters and and you know what AFLW is like, winning by 39 points is really 10 goals. Like that's. The equivalent. That's a big win. It's, Forty points is a serious win. It's a big like, win. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They've only got collectively what an hour of football on the yeah. field, and it's that's a serious win. Big, big, big. So yeah, and then obviously we've again touched on yeah, North and Adelaide. Adelaide. So twenty nine to sixty four, Adelaide by thirty five. They were good. They were really good. They, they look elite. And that, it looks completely, again, that first round, as we said last week, just looks like aberration. An aberration. Yeah. And, and uh, the North Melbourne foot an women's team going to do what the men's team did last year. In They started off the year unbelievably well. And all of a sudden, the season is catching up with these younger legs, although they've got a fairly experienced team put together, obviously, the way the, the the teams have been structured and being a new new competition, they've been able to get some very high caliber players in there. But uh, yeah, look, I'm not going to be surprised if North don't make the uh, the final final dance. Time will tell. The last but dance, the final, the dance. final dance. I don't know if I like this one. It's a bit silly. The final dance, the last dance. We spoke about it last year. It's a little bit silly, but yeah, all right. Go on. Don't right know right. what else to call it. Oh, grand finals. Grand finals, nice. Yeah. <laughs> All right, the grand final. I don't think they're going to make the grand no, final. No, it's fine. You can run with it. Uh, and then Fremantle, 52-34-52. Is it not a bad score? Uh, 18 points over the Dogs. Yeah, so effectively have put the last nail in the coffin for the Dogs. Oh, that's it. Yeah, forget it. Yeah, so Adelaide, Interstate Grand Final. Uh, Victorians here. So Interstate Grand Final Pretty for heavy me. Nail. Adelaide and Fremantle for me, I think, in the grand final. Freya look really good, hey. But I, I agree mean, with you, Melbourne are the smoky. I think Melbourne are a real smoky. They, they, I think they still look really good. They're, they're really the three teams for me. And Melbourne have got the defensive pressure and the defensive setup to stop aren't they good, both hey? of those teams from scoring high yeah. enough. And if they can just get a little bit more accurate and a bit more sort of decisive in their decision-making going forward, then I think they can go all the way. At the moment, I'm, I'm, I'm a bit... Subs- Suspect on their ability to kick a winning score. They yeah. can definitely hold the other end up. But yeah, at the moment, I'm going to go with Frio Adelaide Grand Final. It's going to be a pretty tight season, hey? Like, I think it's just going to be very, very close. So that's that's kind of a bit of a run through. Yeah, I think for next week, I'm... So look, we'll run through the games on yeah, the... 
On the first day, so we've got the Geelong Catters versus the Fremantle Dockers at GMHBA After Stadium. the weekend's result, this this is intriguing. Yeah, I'm this gonna becomes to, pretty interesting. I'm going to have to go with Freo. Oh, I'm going with Freo too, yeah. Yeah, in, a, in, a, in what would be deemed an upset because Fremantle teams generally don't win at uh, the Cattery. No. Well, they but did this that is one time. This, yeah, they did that one time, yeah. <laughs> But no, I, I, I like the Frio for this game. And then we've got the Pies versus North at Marvel Stadium, which still looks ridiculous to read. Um, that That's the Eddie Hat? Ed, the Eddie Hat, yes, in Docklands. I don't like that. No. Um, and look. Well, Collingwood, we'd beat Collingwood. So I think everyone can beat Collingwood. North. Anyone can beat Collingwood, yeah. apparently. Uh, disappointing, obviously, from North last week. And I think I'll jump back as well. Yeah, North for me. Disney wins that one. And then the next... Yeah, North for me as well. And then the next one, the Bulldogs versus the Melbourne Demons. Also at the uh, Disney Stadium. At the Disney Stadium. Look, Melbourne have to. They, they don't win this. They're out, hmm. essentially. Doggies have got less on the line. They'll bring up a big fight. Obviously, D's for me, yeah. A couple of kilometres away from footers, they'll lose. And then at uh, Adelaide... So, Adelaide GWS... Oh, I am going how, how much? How much is the percentage booster going to be? Oh, a long, 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 Can we long, see the long, first 100-point win in AFLW? I think someone's gotten into the 70s before. Could This this potentially could be a, a, a three-figure margin. Could be a bust margin. Us, yeah. so, Full-blown bust Unfortunately, us. as it sounds, but yeah, Adelaide all the way for me. Yeah, I'm the same. And then the Blues versus the Lions? Draw. First draw of the no, year. Yeah, no, zero to zero. Zero zero. No, no, no. I think think the Blues will win this by twenty five points. I think they, it'll be they, about twenty five all yeah, at think, the end of the day. I think okay. You're going for a draw. A draw, really? yeah, absolutely. Okay. You're going I'm, for a draw. I'm going for the Blues by a little bit. Yeah. So that is our tips. Uh, that is the the round. So we're, we're pretty this close. The penultimate now. round. Oh, yeah, so we got six and then seven. So two two yeah. more rounds to go. Two so more this rounds. coming and then one more yeah. and then we and then get into the, yeah we uh, have a two minute two minute season which makes a lot of sense doesn't it? It really gives you enough time to sort of you know. Get to know the teams and, you know, just back Sit it on up top structures. of the... Yeah, get it on top of the JLT and, you know, just, you know, AFLX. Oh, and compete with AFLX. Not give it any air or any... No, yeah, no. fantastic. So, so. That's good, isn't it? So that, that that's uh, that's round five. Um, round six is coming uh, very brief, very briefly and then we bang into seven and then that's, you know, not much after that and we get into the finals. Doesn't the conference system look absolutely ridiculous looking at it now? I looked at it again today. It's uh, embarrassing. It is. So... Obviously, got nothing to do with the players or the teams or anything like that. It's got to do with the hierarchy and yeah. their introduction of this system. Cooked system. Speaking of cooked systems, let's use that as a segue into random discussion before we get into the three-team preview for today. Yes. Night Grand Final. It's back. It's back in the discussions. So, there will be a decision apparently by the end of the week as to whether the Grand Final will continue to be played at 2.30 or whether it will be uh, played at night time. So, as always, uh, it's funny, I did not intend this, but we're kind of doing like a, an AFL version of the dollop. You don't know what's going on. I tell you this. There we go. What do we think? All right. You, you go first, please. Night Grand Final. What do you think? Day or night? Okay. First of all... Yeah. If it ain't broke, why try and fix it? Yeah. It, it is part of it, isn't it? Yeah. So, there's no, nothing and, wrong with it, hey? No, absolutely. No. And, and let's be honest, I get where the AFL are coming from. We're trying to find international dollars. We're trying so, to find ways to copy America. So America. Yeah. Mer- so, so we're going to uh, rescind our gun control laws. 
Are they going to bring them no, back? Let's not do it. No, no, I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> let's let's um, avoid that one. Look, it's the only it, thing John Howard did that was I mean, good. there's traditionally uh, Australians are known for like just changing things to suit the rest of the world. No, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah. But, we're the lucky country, so well, I, I think I think it would upset a lot of barbecues. They argue so just to, so they argue that it's not so much for international viewing. It's bullshit. <laughs> No, but they off. Sorry, fly just in my throat. No, but they also no. I I can. So they they seem to think that if they do a later start, it's better to inject into the northern markets as well, which I can kind of see where they're going. Northern markets. Yeah, as in like you know Malaysia. No, no, I'm talking about like Queensland. Queensland. Cairns. Cairns, not that far north. A bit further south, but north enough. Very north of where we are. But anyway, look, look. Really? It's more. It's more that the, look. It look. What is daylight savings? Okay. In, is daylight savings affected? Well, I don't think. I don't that, think it has even well, let's started. Let's not get into daylight no. savings up there. But do they? Do we need a night grand final? No. But they are going to do it. Would you agree with that? At some stage, the AFL is going to do it. At some stage, the AFL grand final is not going to be at the MCG too. Yeah, probably. I actually don't have a problem with that. Just quietly. I've got no anyway. problem with either of them. I'm just. It's another thing that AFL have come up with and not being transparent about the real reasons. Every year, they, they hang a noose on it and say, we're going to make a decision. Cool. <laughs> AFL, tell us the reason you really want to do it. They reckon know? the entertainment looks better. That's another reason. Hang on. The entertainment's not going to look better if it's shit to begin with. You can polish a turd as much as you want. Yeah, the entertainment's still pretty turd. bad. Mate. Stop bringing has-beens. Like oh, well... No, I know what you're saying. But no, keep no, it I'm in line. Silly, yeah. Keep it in alignment with the the tradition. Who doesn't and... want to see Janet Jackson's boob pop out of a? No, I mean, well, not in Australia. They're racist, so no, no, but <laughs> they don't want to see that. Ultimately, well, that's another thing we, yeah. we can talk about with Magic Door as well. But oh, look, no, I'm joking. But ultimately, I've got no problem with it being played at night per se. Does but it f- give me a re- yeah. a re- legitimate reason for it? And the uh, supporting evidence. Cash. So, yeah, but supporting evidence. Time Cash zone. is not everything. Because, let's be honest, we've seen players move to a club for cash. Not good. Didn't win flags. Yeah. Apparently that's why you play AFL football. Win <laughs> flags. Not for cash. Not naming anybody in particular. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, though. So, look, I, oh, I, I'm be, a tradition. different people. Yeah, there's heaps. <laughs> there's heaps. <laughs> No, but dude, like, can I honestly ask you? Do you think that at some stage this is going to happen? Because I five I, years, I I think they're going to do it this year. I can't, surely can <laughs> they cannot just do I it this year? Get they the will feeling, be there will be uproar between players and coaches. I get the feeling that this has been. It feels so. It feels on the edge of happening. I, I'm not saying I want this to happen. But I, I absolutely feel that the tea leaves show that they've been kind of, what's the word, sort of like, you know, throwing it out there to the public yeah. and testing whether they would accept this. Let's look at one example that they can remotely rely on as, I don't know, relevant in the scheme of things. Yeah. Meatloaf. No. Talking about the time slot. <laughs> F1, Grand Prix, Melbourne. Daytime. Daytime. Hang on. World viewer and money much bigger in F1s. They still do not... They, they change it slightly. Not enough to justify the bigger audiences from overseas to watch it. So... Australian AFL, Open, night time. 
has always been. No, I know, but that time. actually makes them a lot more money. That's why Federer's always on at night. Absolutely. It syncs better with Europe. But I'm deadly serious. But that's a two, that's, exactly that's also it. a two-week tournament. No, I know, yeah. But that does... Oh, look, yeah. I've, got no, I've, got no, I've got no problems. Like We're not... Said. Look, let this, this time zone thing is silly. Who's watching this game? I mean, what's the percentage of Australians versus Americans? How many Americans give a shit about, about AFL? AFL. Like, we, we, we're trying to go, oh, well, we give a shit about the NFL. Uh, in our uh, FL, um, oh, really, the we? Super Bowl. Some of us do. Oh, it's only I'll because watch it's, it if it's on. It's only because the TV channels. It's two thirty in the afternoon. Well, TV channels promote it. That's why, like, oh, the yeah, sport take on. A break, have a glass of wine. Well, it's better than politics. Yeah, look, I, I, it's better than day day. Yeah. It's better than anything else at our television. Anyway, I think the on. international no. time zone is, is a silly excuse. I think ultimately the reason they're doing it is they think the entertainment looks better and they think the product in their mind looks better at night. Nighttime football does look really yeah. good. And and, and, I, I, and some players, because it's coming into warmer weather, probably would prefer to play in cooler conditions at night. And that's fine. Awesome. Let's go for it. But let's give it some time and get every stakeholder involved in this conversation. Again, AFL, don't just do it because you think it's right. AFLX, again, shit. Stop it. It's horrible. <laughs> Nobody cares. <laughs> Hasn't worked. Um, JLT, look, it's practice matches, but that's better, better than that's having a competition. It, yeah. yeah, absolutely. I've got no problems. I've got yeah. no problems with that, and it works, and it takes the football out to the community, the yeah. wider community. It works. Yeah, I'm good with that. No, no. Yeah. The only thing that doesn't work is it in correspondence with AFLW, and yeah. that's where but, yeah, that's right. where yeah. a lot of people, you and me included, think the perception and the attention should be focused on night grand final. Keep it on the agenda. Don't really care. No, no, but yeah, but I look. I it, it's funny. So I I think it's it's inevitable that they will make it at night. Do I like that? No. I but I absolutely think it's inevitable. I think at some stage they're going to make it a night grand final. Yeah. I like that it's on during the day. I like the tradition. I am to some degree a traditionalist, but I I I I look. After a year or so, I'm really not going to. We'll get used to it. Uh, and the reality especially, is, as long as the game is on, I really don't mind when they play it. Yeah, and especially if they're considering. <clears throat> it's annoying back, to wait through the whole day, but uh, yeah, it's fine. But if they're considering bringing back the old VFL, oh, reserve competition, and even an under, under, even better, start it at midday or early afternoon and see two or three games, or in the lead up, yeah, and make it a, a, a like an all star. Type make the, big banter. Make the make um, it, instead of a, a sprint, make it a marathon. Just make them do fifty kilometers around the G. I have the Melbourne Marathon for six hours. Start, <laughs> Melbourne Marathon to begin <laughs> Grand Final day. Bring the Melbourne Marathon. How funny early. would that be? Just cook some players, have oh, them run around the ground. Well, the players that didn't make the team, anyway. you didn't work hard enough. Yes, just off you go and run a marathon. I think they think. Look, it, I yeah, but it, that's I, it. You could reverse it. At night, it does look, entertainment. Yeah, it does look. I have to say though, the entertainment it does look. Good at night, and I do like the the you know bit of fireworks and stuff. But ultimately, I don't. I'll be honest. This is people might get mad, but I don't really care. I don't really care. Place. I don't really care. Like people get. It's awesome I think it's because I, yeah, and I think exactly, and I think that's the thing. I think people get so mad about the AFL changing things 
that it's to the point that this is just a nut. Yeah, I heard mm. someone say one time, this old lady, she was like, it's just another thing that the AFL want to change. These pack of rats have been changing it for 50 years. So I, I get, I get that I'm angry like old that. fan. I'm like and that. I am like that to a degree. But at the same time, if it's going to be stuff like that, I'm really not as bothered. If it's more like, oh, we're going to have zones and this, these people can't leave this section of the ground... For ten seconds. Well, hang, hang on a second. That that completely changes the game. I'm that that I'm far more. Yeah, night football. You know, night football's been around. Old lady aggressive about. Yeah, night like, football's I'm, been around for forty years. So I like, I love night football. I think and, it's and, great. And players love Friday night, Saturday night, Thursday night, Monday night. Well, they love Friday night because they can go and get hammered on Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> That's ultimately <laughs> and the not reason. get the Euro and test until Monday. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's harder than come around until the Monday. But ultimately, uh, that said. I jokes don't not really not really I don't really care so much when it's played but I don't know it's kind of nice that it's at 2.30 it's nice it's in the afternoon it's so one you, thing you, you, that's you, traditional well, about... pretty much one year really in my whole life where I was nervous in the game because it was my team in it but vast majority of the time it's nice you hang out you have you know have a couple of beers but you're not hammered or anything you start the grand final watch it properly finish it and then you get absolutely plastered yeah, that's no, it. for 30 or 40 years drink wise you won't miss a moment 30 or 40 wise. years <clears throat> mates and family members have literally <laughs> just penciled out Monday after grand final not going to work well because, it's a religious day for because me. they know well anybody. it's a religious day now technically and it should be but it is a time in Victoria in particular, and look, I'm sure so many people in other states, in particular uh, South Australia and WA, grand final day for AFL, you sit down with your mates, Religious with your family. You, you, the tax you, exempt, like the Catholic you have a, Church. Yeah, you have a late, yeah. you have a, have a very late breakfast, <laughs> about 11 or 12, with a beer. Yeah. And then and you get ready, beers. and then yeah, and then you get ready for the game. So you've had. I 10 like beers. the routine. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, there's something about but it. I, yeah, can it's you, like Christmas Day. Can you survive till night time without being completely plastered by the time the first quarter starts? Well, that's it, the main mate, problem. I don't know if Channel Seven have got to deal with the, the marathon for that long. They're going to have to put on more footage, <laughs> and that is a tradition for a lot of people. Well, could get they'll get up and do some stand up. Oh, I'm better cap a stand up and headstands, and yeah, it could be interesting. Anyway, look, but look, it is, it's likely inevitable that uh, a they're going to do it. Is going to happen. My words, they will do it. Yeah, absolutely. They they don't care really what the supporters think no. anyway. So they know it's AFL. People will watch it. Even, yeah, when, even, even when you have grand finals two weeks in a row. No, nah, well, look, joking about all the drinking. I mean, ultimately, I, I don't really mind when the game is on as long as the game is on. Uh, I and do it's like, like, I and like, it's the like last year's. Yeah, I like As long as it's as good as last year. But that's the thing if it's... Yeah, that's true. Uh, let's keep going. So, uh, we spoke a little bit about screens. So, there was this whole thing a couple of weeks ago. We, I don't know if it was last week. It might have been the week before. Week before we week. spoke about the uh, LCD screens... It came out during the week that an, a number of clubs have said it's a joke and people can't read it. And apparently now they're, they're going to get these like digital sort of like lights and stuff to shine things to the players. What do we think about this? So this was this thing that came out during the week where, you know, obviously these shiny, you know, normal like laptop screens. How is someone going to see that? I don't think they realise. Somebody needs to give the measurements of an AFL oval. To, to these people. Like, every year before the season starts, there is always something absolutely ridiculous 
that is clearly impractical for this game. And so it's like it's like they've been watching American sports over the summer and go, oh, let's, let's do this. It's like, no, no, no. I don't think you understand that doesn't fit. Did you see this? So there's these, uh, like, it, yep. looks like a, it looks like a digital alarm clock, basically, to like hold up different numbers. Uh, yeah, num- soccer do it all the time. It's yeah, when they're yeah. doing the interchange and it could happen once <laughs> and it's the referee's discretion between when they whistle, blow, and blah, blah. AFL, guess what? Not going to happen. We need more runners. Yeah, runners. Lots of them. Bring more runners. You want more? Yeah, more. They want them off. No, nah, I know they want them off. They want, want more. No, nah, 10 runners per club. How can you have that many people running on the ground? Why not? Well, there'll be it's accidents for some. Yes. No, you can't no, have that on, that's how silly. You've been that's, facetious yeah, though, yeah. That is how silly my idea is <laughs> in comparison to this. I thought you being serious no. for a second. I was Absolutely like, not. It, not. Oh, no. 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 Well, first of all, <laughs> let's be honest. We've got technology to the nth degree. Why can't... Really. Why, well, there is, but how hard is it to put a little band on a player's finger or let them wear a glove that tells them... <laughs> let them wear glove. To, to get off. <laughs> or, it just says get or, off. on their wrist, they could wear like a shock thing. So like it just sends oh, an electric like shock. Yeah. <laughs> so it sends a, well, a shock... Get off! So two buzzes get off, one buzz is hurry up, it's getting close. The game's close, do better. Like Mortal Kombat. Well, kind of, kind of the same is. Finish him. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. well, you've got a million people watching Good you. You're, you're in the middle of the field, up against other people. That's true. And Shock you, jock. Yeah, if you're not, you know, good. Like Kane Corns. Yeah, good, get him off. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, so there, I'm sure there is ways around this that... Don't require stupid screen. Not stupid screens, but it is a stupid in, screen. You can't even see it. Impractical screens. Disgusting screens. And the players, like honestly, do these people that come up with these ideas have they ever played football, even at junior level? You're not concentrating on what's going on. It's such on, a big field. Unbelievable. It's like they're, they're blind. You can't to see what's that. going on. You're concentrating on the game. It's it not until someone taps you on the shoulder and go, yeah. mate. You look until I get off. Get it some. makes me think they've watched NBA all summer and seen thought that it's all indoors. Soccer, and you could easily yes, it's yeah. a twelve meter by five meter court. It's like that was pretty uh, funny. Anyway, right. so th- yeah. that was. Let's that. go back to the night grand final. That's uh, more logical. Uh, Stupid what, idea. A terrible idea. So we spoke a bit about the JLT. It is what it is. But I guess what do we think about the the new rules? So. Uh, I like the 666 rule, mainly because it's going to bring out conspiracy theories. Yeah, triple six, that's it. But I mean, ultimate... No, well, look... look. And I don't understand the so we, kicking in rule. I, I, it's very... Yeah. I, look, I don't know how it improves the game or changes the game or whatever. It, it's just it like another rule that, that just <laughs> needed to be changed to have another change of rules. I think... Um, look, a few people have asked during the week, what do we think of the new rules? I, I'm not really ready to give an opinion yet because it's so early and ultimately with a lot of these practice games, it's really hard to tell. But I, I, I don't mind... I don't think the 666 thing is is as invasive, that was hard to say, uh, as it was predicted. Like it, It's not like literally the devil. Like I mean, people talked about it as though it was the end of night. So like, <laughs> I really don't think that that's really the case. Um, it's really only it's only it's in a, yeah it's not it's not the kind of you know it's not full zones. So like yeah it's not full zones. Is it zones conditioning for zones? <laughs> Who knows? 
But I hope not. But ultimately, yeah, the kick-out thing seems a bit funny. They've removed a couple of things which I don't mind. But it's so it's so hard to tell because the sample size we've seen is it's practice games yeah, and, and tiny. So I, I really want to see it properly when the, the teams are playing to absolutely win and get premiership points. And then I want to see it play out. Because this has happened before where they've introduced new rules and... In the in the practice game, whether it's the you know NAB Cup or, or or the ANSET Cup or whatever, going back a long way, I, I remember they've changed rules, and in those early you know rubbish stages, it's sort of looked okay. But then when you've seen it in the real game, it's looked completely different, yeah. and vice versa. There's times when it's looked terrible in these practice games, and then looked okay in the real game because it's played at a different pace, different pressure, different, different structures, different structures. Exactly, yeah. So Absolutely. I think ultimately. It's way too early. A few people have really asked us, what do we think of it? I don't mind it so far, most of what I've seen, but big asterisks there. It's very early. If it plays out the way it's looking, not just in the JLT, but also in the AFLW, where it's freeing the game up and there's not as many stoppages, especially in the centre part of the um, ground, and it just frees it up and we start to see more attacking flair, which... Again, some people prefer to see higher scoring games, whether that's going to translate in um, the real season or not. Who knows? It could be the opposite. It could allow defensive structures to play really structured man-on-man. They're not having to worry about a seventh man in defense anymore. They can just play their man. So we'll wait and see. I'm like uh, Trent here. At the moment, it looks like a good concept. It looks like the players and coaches have been able to adapt to it quickly yeah but so I want to yeah mid-year is when we're going to have a real indication of how it goes but 100% no I couldn't disagree at all and the other thing too is like after that first game on the Thursday night with Carlton and Essen and 191 like there were a few people that were kind of you know very sarcastically saying oh well the scoring problem solved blah 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 but uh, I mean ultimately you know this, this is there, there will be... like So, right now, to try to make my point here, I guarantee there are teams that have practiced tactics that relate to this rule that will not show these tactics in the JLT. For sure. So, the reality is there is a... For here to win premiership, premiership points to play grand finals. There's a lot of money in this. So, ultimately, like I do not think that there will be many clubs that will reveal much. No. There will be there will be people that will test the waters on a few things, but I absolutely think this is it. It's just ultimately too early to tell. I think I, I like... We will comment on this after round one, and then I think we, we maybe comment on it around two to some degree, but I think after rounds three or four... Six, seven, yeah, eight, even, even later on, I think later. We, we definitely... in Certainly in the first quarter of, of the season... But, you know, in the first Unless something even, really drastic comes decent, up, yeah, we're going to have to we'll, get we'll, I'm sure there, there, will, there will be something. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, we'll have to comment on between then and then. But I, I see what you're saying. At some stage when we get a decent sample size, we will give a proper review of what we think. But right now, I don't mind it. But at the same time, yeah, it, it is what it is. It's too early to look at with practice games. Absolutely. Uh, so another thing so as well... So we're can, sitting on the fence. Well, <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. I'm just no. making it entertaining for the listeners out there. 
Hopefully they're enjoying it. No, no. But ultimately, no. I can't. It's too I can't, hard. I it's too hard. Anything. And ultimately, and we don't. We don't. There are teams we that work on. Trained we work on fact, facts. Facts. Yeah. As much as we can. No fake news. And ultimately, the reality is that there are teams one hundred percent that would have trained for scenarios around these rules that will not show this in practice games. They would yeah. be absolutely stupid and not, absolutely. to reveal and, this and, now. And definitely, there's no disrespect. That's why they to have any, this. Yeah, no disrespect to the no, clubs, and the clubs are not going to be disrespect. I feel that way anyway. The idiots. This is this is um, AFL clubs' chance to see what their new talent is able to do, or the young players that have been playing in the local leagues VFL, ASS, the Sandful, the Waffle, to see if they're ready to uh, make the next step up. So. Let's not joke ourselves. That is what the JLT of is course. all about. It's practice. And it is the smartest, one of the smartest things that AFL have done rather than having this pre-season Much competition yeah. where for some notion, like during the 80s where it was semi-pro to pro and into the 90s where winning a night premiership meant something, it doesn't mean anything anymore. That's why we don't have state of origin because it's too professional and the players welfare and winning flags is so much more important so this is a time to test out new structures see how new players and young players are coming along it's all and obviously yeah. every year trying to understand new rules they're not showing tactics now no. that, that's the reality and i want to see it properly uh, so also, so the NRL, which we obviously don't talk about much at all, but it relates to what we're going to say now, is the NRL brought in uh, for this year a wild card weekend, which has been this thing that's been rumoured around the AFL for the last two or three years, which is this notion of trying to create Bulldogs winning the flag type scenarios. Obviously, they did that outside of that, but they're trying to create scenarios where if there is, say, an Essendon from just gone as an example... Uh, they, they were a good team that kind of got it together in the back end of the year. They had struggled a little bit in the middle, you know, lost to Carlton, did a lot of things that were no good, but pieced it together to some degree in the end, but they just didn't have the wins on the board, and it is what it is. See you next year. The idea is that with a wildcard weekend, as you can imagine, is they would have sort of effectively a, a small type, you know, round robin, basically, to, to bring somebody in that's outside of the eight. Uh, the NRL is going to do that this year. They've got 16 teams, not 18, so it's even more crazy. It's bringing a lot of teams into the finals. It's basically like having another small season again. So they're uh, going to have a top seven and then... Yes. A wild card. Okay, quickly, yes. Yeah. No, they do top eight, don't they? Yeah, well, they can't have nine. No, so it's a top eight. So, so eight... We... Yeah. Well, how does that work for finals? They're going to have to have your top seven and then a wild card, won't it? I don't know. I don't. I don't really care ultimately with NRL. But no. But I. No. But I see. Yeah. Well, I, I don't know what they're doing, but they're bringing more, more, more teams in. There'll be a wild card weekend. But the, the main point is, there's been a lot of people. We spoke about Cancorns before. Does the NRL not want to compete with the AFL anymore? No, I think they basically want to set it on fire. Fair well, enough. Particularly, you know, well, you can't the, win anyway. The irony is, I think they released this at the timing they did because another player's, you know, obviously been through what he's been through this week, and then next week there'll be another player. So I think ultimately there's been like scandal after scandal after scandal after scandal after another scandal on top of another scandal from Monday to Tuesday is another scandal. So I think ultimately. Uh, I think they just released it just to go, hey, we're still a league. We're it's doing not just a bag of rapists. Like, this is still a league. We don't take drugs anymore. No. So, anyway, I, the reason I'm bringing this up, though, is this has been kind of something that's been 
you know, simmering in relation to the AFL. A lot of AFL people were like, oh, not a lot, but some in the, in the media were like, you know, particularly somebody like a Kane Corns raised this and said, oh, the, the AFL is stupid to not bring this in. Again, we spoke a little bit about this last year. What do we think about a wildcard weekend? What what are you, what are your thoughts about it? I yeah, I think everyone probably can guess from the, my tone, but yeah, the, again, what where's the, where's the reasoning behind it? I don't understand the Bulldogs. reasoning behind. Well, good for the Bulldogs, yeah. yeah. Whoopie doo, they won a flag out of nowhere. Yep. Is that because the competition is actually getting better and more sort of balanced? Because we've introduced a draft system, I don't know, 25 years ago. So it's actually formulating in a way that allows teams to grow and build a team based on a good uh, understanding of younger players and bringing them in. Oh, hang on. That's right. We've brought in something very new this year. Can you remind me? Not this year. No, the last few years. What is it? Uh, A free agency. Oh, far out. Hang on. Let clubs get used to free agency before bringing something as... Not destructive in a bad way. Destructive in a sense of culture and building structures as uh, something like whether it be uh, a wild card system for finals or a conference system. Allow what has been put in place in the last few years just to grow and nurture and be organic in its yeah. development before we start going down a whole different path. Yes, it could be a good thing long term down the track. Just let this whole we're still getting used to free agency and all that type of stuff. And uh, yeah, but I, 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 I it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, we're talking. Really, we're talking about eight grand finals, two seasons. Yeah. Like, Seconds. Oh, seasons, oh man! Just anyway, this is not your. Haven't point. even started the footy season yet, and we're talking about stuff that may or may not happen. Oh man! Just one. This happens every year. One no, more. It does. Yeah, look, I think it's rats. A, rats. Just let it go. One more thing before we get into the teams. Uh, we weren't going to talk that much about. <laughs> no, I know. We, we can definitely. We go. can talk. Uh, Jack Watts is going down back this season. He's going to swim down back. He's going so Swinging far back. He's going to be back in Melbourne. So, That's how far back he's going. Know. Or Fremantle. Maybe Fremantle. That far back. Going the other way. Poor old mate. I'm starting to feel a bit sorry for I him. I do feel sorry for him. He shouldn't, inadvertently shouldn't got a bit of a motorboat action with some white powder that was apparently just, I don't know. Schuvenhofen. Schuvenhofen, which is, I don't know. Apparently we need to know what this is. Don't know. Don't care. And <laughs> But look, honestly, I don't know the guy, obviously. And he's got a lot of talent. He's like I just a good mate of his. Just hope he, <laughs> hope I just hope he can actually find his role in AFL. I think yeah. he's a, a, a super talent at his best, which but you haven't he, seen much. We just don't see often enough. And Port Adelaide obviously had some interesting yeah. years over the last two. Hopefully, there's someone there that can uh, find a find a role that fits him, and he does extremely well. I'd I'd love to see what he's capable of in AFL uh, as opposed to. We well, want to hurry up because well, it's starting yeah, well, to. I mean, seeing him at under underage or under eighteen football, he obviously went number one for a reason. He was a good player. Yeah, he was a serious at that time. He actually was pretty good. Yeah, and yeah. and he reads, he understands the game very well. He just seems to get 
lost sometimes, whether the, it's his, yeah. his own head or swimming whether he's still or... trying to deal with <laughs> swimming tits or dealing with the still its expectation of being the number one draft pick from Schuppen 800 Hoppen. years ago. Yeah, that's the thing. It was about 9,000 years ago. Get on with it, mate. You're in your mid-20s, late-20s. Um, You're making I board shorts now. I mean, he's doing board all shorts. sorts of stuff. I'm look, serious. He actually has a board shorts brand. So he's going well and, look, <laughs> Is he? you know, well, he's doing well at FAFL. <laughs> I hope Is he does. He? Hope we he does well. I'd, I'd, love to, anyway. I'd love to see no, him actually have a, no. a, a really good, consistent season, just do something for Port Adelaide. <laughs> One of our potential special guests, I'd love to have a long chat with him about old mate uh, Shrivenov. Anyway, so thank you for that little bit of stuff. So now we're going to bang to the teams. We better get done because it's getting close. Yeah, to, so we're, to we're, we're just going to jump straight to the Western Bulldogs and be done with it. No, we're <laughs> just joking, just joking. It's been, it's been yeah. All right, so no, we're, we're talking about... Jack White's a nice perfect segue. segue. I did that on purpose. No, I didn't. But that was well timed. This is a Port Adelaide. So let's go into the Port Adelaide. So what do we think about Port Adelaide? All right, so, I know we're not talking about last year. We've gone through no, we've all done that. of them. Go back if you want that. Yeah, listen to it's our, in, our archives. Yep. However, very disappointing end to the season. Yeah. Especially for me, I had them top two. Yep. But they inevitably just fell apart and should have been playing finals. Essendon and them, big disappointments. And at the moment, Struggle Town, they have got some major injury concerns for me. Yeah, I, I'm concerned by them. And, and yeah, I, the double captaincy, I couldn't care less about. I mean, who what cares? Who a gets... stupid idea. It seems... A, well, I don't, I don't know. No, stupid idea. Why, why is it stupid? I mean, old mate had the boat thing, but... Well, yeah. prove... Give me an example where double captaincies have worked. Sydney. When? Well, they won the flag. Once. Yeah, well, that's it. There's so one. that's it? Just one? <laughs> no, but it, like, this is it. Is it, is it really that bad, do you think, to do two captains? I don't understand it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, this is, that's it. Let's, let's not go down that path. Especially... That, there goes 20 minutes, and then we're never well, going to get back no, to No, no, just... We just have quick, to get to the team. Yeah, very quick. Just externally, <laughs> it's a club that's that looks... That's a long discussion. Well, no, I'm just day. saying, just from an outsider... The club looks disenfranchised, and they've gone. Oh, let's just have two captains. Well, Sydney got twelve this year, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, look. Yeah, anyway, let's, no, no, let's really I, don't, I don't think I don't understand it. Anyway, but good park, on. Park I knew that I'm a plane. No, no, they're but both injured. Anyway, so, <laughs> so well, from the boat, but Port Adelaide. So yeah, they're in the middle bit of the wilderness. Uh, old man Motlop I thought that was pretty funny that he rocked, it up, rocked up a little bit fat again for the pre- of after course pre-season. he did <laughs> well that was the whole thing with Geelong and then he's gone to Port and the same bloody shit happens again anyway so uh, yeah Koshy's like an ongoing nightmare um, he needs to retire from either everything the, either the presidency everything or, life. or the media and take up one of oh, those he's roles he's such a drainer and then, and then poor he's old no, Ken Inkley. he's no Eddie Poor old Ken Ingley has to keep giving comments on shit he doesn't want to talk about. He's, you I know, know they, poor, he was like, can't oh, even concentrate on just being a coach. He's just like, oh, I think Jack Watts needs to improve his character. Yet, oh, no shit. <laughs> oh, obviously, like he's he's been cooked pretty much. So anyway, and but, I love Ken Ingley. I, no, I feel no, for him. He's got the hardest fault. job. He's got the second hardest coaching role behind Stewie Jew. No, it's probably harder. I think I, he's got I, to deal with Koshy. I think St Kilda. I think he's got bloody. No, he's got a hard job. He's got a knife on his bloody shoulder. He's about to lose his job, and he's got a coach yeah, waiting a, right there behind him. Yeah, it's not a hard job though. That's pretty hard if he wants to keep What's it. What's his pre- oh hard if he wants hard to keep it? He, well, he might not want to keep it. <laughs> I think he wants to. 
Yeah, that's true. Maybe was to go to the gate instead. Anyway, no, but I'll, no, we keep going. Back to Port. Port, Port, Port. So, yeah, look. Uh, On paper, look like looked, a team that should be freaking winning flags. They should, they should be very good, hey? I mean, Dixon, uh, Wines, very inconsistent. Gray, Ollie Gray, really good. Gray, Ryder, Gray, Gray, got a premiership, Ruckman. Yeah. Yeah, they did, and, and which helps them back up from Ryder, who's constantly Jack injured. Watts. So yeah, they got Jack Watts down back. Molop. Uh, they got Molop fat up front. They've got all sorts of no, but offensively Off- offloaded some kept, players. They, no, but they kept Voss, and I think I think there there is some good signs out of it. I, yeah. I, I liked aspects of their game plan. I don't think they had a kettle on the park last year. I think they had some some issues internally within their club. They got rid of Wingard, which is what it is, and that, maybe that's going to be a blessing in disguise. It might be one of those things where he did not. It seems stupid that someone great leaves, but it might be you know like how often have we seen that happen? You know, Adelaide Adelaide I, made the grand final. Dangerfield leaves. Adelaide going to win the grand... Well, no, no didn't, yeah. did they? But, but they, Buddy, Buddy left they, Hawthorne. They got there. Yeah, Buddy as well. And, uh, and there's, Ablett, 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 yeah, there's plenty, plenty of examples of it. And if he was not 100%... Travis Cloak. No, no. Yeah, there's no, no. But if, it wasn't, if he's not 100% committed to playing with Port Adelaide, and that was there from months and months before... Even the real speculation came. Let him go. You're better off, and that's what AFL clubs need to do. If there's someone yeah. who's not, he wasn't ready happy. to stay in the club. Find the best solution for the club to move forward, he, and, that, and that's what they did. So they yeah. got actually. So I mean, they got um, obviously Burton. Burton, which is a great asset. He can play halfback. I, I was devastated that Hawthorne gave up Burton. That was guard. not delicious. No, not delicious at all. So, I mean, great asset. He can play across the field. He's young and Adelaide... Well, per- it's pretty much their only young... But Port, Adelaide, but Port Adelaide person, so he's going to love being back at home with his family and stuff. So that, that was probably a good trade for them. I'm just concerned with the injuries to key personnel at the start of the year and whether they're going to be too far behind the eight ball. Or whether they can bring it together early with a young list um, and gel together to get enough wins on the board to be thereabouts come the second part of the season after the break. I'm not sure yet. They showed a, a fair bit of disingenuity and, and cohesiveness towards the second half of last year to um, convince me that they're going to be a contender this year. Could they play finals? Yes. Do I think they're going to? No. You know, just going back to Wingard for a second, I, I think Wingard, I agree with what you said, I think Wingard looked like Kyrie does. Last year, it looked like Kyrie does at Boston right now. Just looks like he doesn't want to be there, really disenfranchised, you know, really trying to, you know, talk other people and just doing other things. Like, it, it, it's a mistake. So that, that could be a, a blessing in disguise when it comes to Wingard. I think Burton's a great pickup. I think Lysette's a really good pickup, particularly because yeah. Ryder's pretty regularly injured. Um, but it allows Ryder to play four, especially with Dixon well, can't if they, be there all if the time. If they get him right, yeah, and that's going to be a bit of a concern. But if they can get him right, he's never quite really kind of reclaimed things. Um, I think post you know the, the band that he was on, he's but he's had a yeah, he hasn't been, a, hasn't been that dominant ruck that he was, and I think no, he can. No, he's but had I think some he good can, moments, but, but yeah. I think he can be super Maybe, forward. Yeah, I think Robbie Gray is an incredible player. I think they have some serious players on their list. Yeah. Um, my concern is that they are reliant on some pillars that are getting a bit older as well. That's definitely a bit of a concern. Um, 
kind of like Hawthorne as well to some degree. So, Absolutely. Yeah, I, I think it's it. Yeah, I, I don't see them playing off in the last weekend, but yeah, I think I think they they're a good side. I think they are going to be better than they were last year, but I don't think much better. What What do you think? Up down or staying around where they are? About where they are, I think highly underrated loss of Jared Pollock is going to be felt. I yeah, don't think uh, people no really one, no, understand no one. the type of impact that I... This is my personal opinion that I saw. He had, saw yeah. he had this great run and carry. Look, if Jack Watts can be half the player he was, then that'll help. Um, if they can get Rockcliffe doing a similar role... That'll help as he well. He's the wild card, isn't he? Because last year he did, really he didn't, didn't have as much. He just didn't settle. He didn't seem. Well, like I think he, he had. I think he had a lot injuries. of injuries. Through yeah. The year. So there was that. It, it wasn't wasn't great. But, but I just think, um, yeah, Jared Pollock not only has been a great asset pickup for North, but I think he's a massive loss in the structure for Port Adelaide. And if there's Port Adelaide fans out there listening. Let me know you or let us know your feelings. I I, I thought he was a star, um, and he was just starting to really feel comfortable back at home, especially over the last year and a half. And yeah, I just I, I think it's a bit of a blow. But look, obviously it didn't work out, and I think on paper there's enough depth for Port Adelaide. I think in the they, coming they years, could be a massive cha- challenge. Yeah, challenge to this next two or three years. Three years, but, but yeah, I think this year yeah. it's. Yeah, it's going to be tough, but I think... I'm not good. confident in, in, in their pieces. I'm, no, I'm just not confident. Somewhere between 8 and 10. That, that's where I see them this year. And I think they're really going to struggle offensively as well. Like, if we are going to play more of an attacking style of football with the new uh, rules, and it is going to be much more, you know, offensive-focused, uh, who's going to score? And Charlie Dixon is so inconsistent. I mean, where are they getting their numbers from? I, I, I think Gray is fantastic, but... How consistently is that going to happen? I, without Wingard too, like that's the thing. He still was pretty good last year, even though he was, you know, not in all Australian obscene form. Yeah. So that's the thing. Like I, I, I don't know. There's just too many question marks. They are definitely for me one of the more. If we had to do like top to bottom, most fascinating to least fascinating teams going into a new year, they are absolutely fascinating because they've had a, a big piece come out of them, a bunch of new pieces come in. They were a team that underachieved. And they should absolutely be a lot better. But, yeah, there's abs- so many variables as to how they're going to be. Yeah, and then after the, the first JLT, I mean, they looked amazing in the first quarter yeah. and then capitulated. So, not that, like, I mean, who knows? We could it's have, tough to tell. They could have been Ken Hinckley's approach to the game. Just go out there, give it, give it all in the first quarter and then ease off. Who knows? So, yeah, look, very interesting team. When they're up and about, I, I I do like the style that Ken Hinckley usually plays. He plays with some flair, and it's quite attacking. He doesn't like to be too defensive. So hopefully that can uh, be shown throughout the year. But yeah, I'm very. It's one of those clubs right now. I just don't know enough because a, again injuries, but key personnel coming in and coming out of the team. Uh, there's going to be a little bit of a period, I guess, that they need to. Uh, transition into and get used to each other again. Let's get into the Tigers the now. The Tigs! Hey! <laughs> I'm going to take the lead okay, here. No. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm going to sit here and, what we did this and open, it, yeah, no, open no. it up to you and let it rip. I want to hear what you think. But ultimately, yeah, I mean, to start me old mate Tigs, look, 
Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, we're underachieved for, for some time. Um, massively, you know, obscene surprise to win the flag. Really got it together. Had a pretty, you know, gift of a fixture. Got to the back end of the year and then, you know, fell away at the last point. I don't know. I mean, I think, you know, there's nothing but positives in terms of picking up Lynch, obviously. Like, I don't know how you can not look at that being a massive positive. And Dusty's had a... a, Obviously, he had that very mild injury scare, but he's going to be fine. And, and, you know, there's been a bit of talk about that, but he's going to be fine. Um, Griggs got that kind of mild injury, but, again, like, that's going to be pretty early. I I think think Richmond are going to be pretty good again this year. I I really don't see that this being a massive Can you... Sorry, just... Before no, you no. go, yeah, yeah. can you see Grig being your number one ruckman for the year? Maybe. Interesting. Well, who knows? I mean, knows? ultimately, like that's really Richmond's biggest problem. Is that's is the Achilles they... heel for you guys? Well, ultimately, it? we don't really have a great ruckman. Like, I would absolutely love a seriously good ruckman because we we just don't have it. And I, I actually. We had a conversation last year where I almost wanted us to go after Lysette more than I did Lynch. Yep. And I, that, like, that might sound like an absolutely crazy thing to say, but I mean, if Lynch is up for grabs and he wants to come to your club, how do you say no? Yeah, it'd be like saying. Sorry. Well, I actually wanted us to go after Rory Lobb as well, but I don't think there was room. I mean, ultimately, and I think he also wanted to go to WA. I, I don't know. I think look, if there is a ruckman up for grabs in the, this coming draft, uh, nineteen to twenty, uh, not draft, sorry, trade period, absolutely, we we have to go for him. And if that means we've got to let a few other pieces go and let a bit of depth go, we're going to have to do it. Yeah. So I think, yeah, look, ultimately, Richmond look offensively extremely dangerous. I think offensively they look as good as anybody in the league. They've got Jack Rewalt, Lynch. So that means one of them is going to get the second best defender a lot of the time, which is absolutely crazy. Both of them are capable of winning the Coleman, without a doubt. And then, well, they both won it. And then ultimately, you've got a pack of jokers around them, like you know Castagna and you know all, all these beautiful small. Josh Caddy. Oh, it's it's crazy. You've got a, got a Rioli it's, it's, it's in there. It's dangerous. It's unpredictable. It's it's a multitude of different sizes as well, which makes it really difficult Throw to team up as well. It, it's crazy. Offensively, it is absolutely bonkers. Like I can't wait to watch it. But you know, and and the engine is pretty good. Ruck Ruck's not bad. But it's not great, and then backline is is still pretty good. Um, apparently, Vlosten's had a really really good preseason as well. You've got uh, Batman. Rance looks got fit Batman as hell. Now? Who's Batman? Who's the guy that broke his nose? Is that? Oh, um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> he, Asprey. No. Yeah, Asprey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's good. Yeah, yeah. No, without a doubt. Yeah, we got seriously. I, th- I think he keeps the Batman he's good. mask oh, on all the time. Rad, yeah. yeah, okay. NBA style. Where's the mask? <laughs> I like uh, the process. Uh, no, no, I, yeah, no, I, I, they're very, very good. Yeah, absurd list. Um, and, and Lynch, it's pretty crazy to fit Lynch in as well. So, yeah, look, yeah. I mean, I, I look, honestly, you'd have to be disappointed not to see them get right to the back end of the year. Like, very back end of the year. Rich, yeah. And, I mean, ultimately, like, Collingwood played their game better than they played it that day. Richmond, I think, looked a bit cooked. I think, they, I think they're going to be better, hopefully, at... Um, steeping things throughout the year and, and hopefully you see people like your Gareth Waits and people like that step up and allow some other guys to get a bit of a break and, 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 and have a bit more energy for the back end of the year because they looked a bit baked. Yeah, so perfect segue now for me to uh, ask you a question just yeah, in relation to that. Yeah. Because, obviously, yeah, being a Tiggs fan and 
not that you you don't not follow other clubs as well. Having seen what you've seen, Premiership year, almost getting there again, but ultimately just not having probably the um, the motor to go through. Do you think Damien Harwick and his coaching panel will start to manage players or be a bit more strategic about how he plays people through the midfield, seeing that you've got huge depth in the midfield and forward line this year compared to last year so that the fatigue doesn't set in, calm, semi-final. And obviously... Nothing's absolute. We're just assuming that no, no. Richmond are good enough to oh, make semi-final. Be, yeah. yeah, it's, it's highly unlikely they're not going to. Yeah. yeah, injuries and stuff were the only thing they're going to. Pretty stop. massive injuries. Yeah, just yeah. yeah, and thinking positive like that. So, do you think that that, that you're going to see a bit more of a, a strategic yeah. change in game plan from uh, Dimmer? Yeah, I think absolutely. I think you're gonna you're gonna see uh, a lot more trust. Hopefully, I, I think within the the second tier, because the reality is the the major pillars in your Rants, your Rewalts, your Martins, they're a year older as well. I mean, Martin's not that old, but you know, Rants and and, and Jack are starting to do sort of a bit more of the older guard, so they're going to have to get a bit of a break. And even if they can, you know, give Cochin a bit more time on the bench as well to to not have to you know be the general that he is. So. Yeah, I think I, I I hope so. I think a key to you know, and this is a key to any flag. It's not about you know a campaign. It's not about you know you know the great players just doing it all again. You look at the Hawthorne years when they won three in a row. It wasn't just on Hodge, Mitchell, and Lewis and these sort of guys and Buddy. You know, in the earlier days, it wasn't just about that. It was other guys just kept lifting, kept lifting, kept lifting, and people from below kept coming up. So yeah, I think for Richmond to. Uh, back up what happened in 2017. Yeah, absolutely. They're going to have to have your Gareth Waits and and your younger players in that bottom tier uh, to to you know lift. It's yep. it's going to have to happen. So yeah, I I I'd be fascinated to see see where they go this year. It's it's definitely a big question. Um, you know, we're so close, and and we're really beaten very cleverly in a, in a fantastic game plan by Collingwood and they 100% deserve to win so but one yeah, last question to see again one last question before we sort of just uh, roll up have to talk about uh, some Kilda yeah and we get on to the next club if Richmond got over the pies in that prelim do you think they would have been strong enough to uh, overpower West Coast in the grand final I think no Yeah, I think. Well, like I, I, obviously, I'm completely guessing, but I think given that West Coast had pretty much pants them over in in WA um, during the year, and I, I I mean, I don't, you know, this is complete guesswork, but of course it is. Had they got well, it is a question, but had they gotten through Collingwood, let's say they had just snuck through them, I I don't think they had the gas to, to to at the back end of the year. I think they were pretty burnt out. It had been a very long season the previous year. Uh, I don't think they had expected it. I think that, you know, as always, you're going to spend a bit of time celebrating. You come back a bit later. You're the last team to come back to start doing pre-season, start again. And uh, they were ready for it. But at the same time, I also don't think the second tier lifted as much as we really needed them to. And it was hard for them as well, in case... Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. No, no. In case people don't follow the second-tier VFL, Richmond have been bloody predominant there as well. So not only has their senior 
um, players have to go deep into uh, finals. The VFL team have gone deep into finals as well. So most of the playing list at Richmond yeah, for the last two or three years have uh, been the last people to finish off the year and obviously then delayed their preseason, which ultimately can have uh, repercussions in the following year. If you're trying to go back to back, which is tough enough anyway, it's really hard, obviously, and and that's the thing. Like I'd, I'd, and and yeah, who knows? R- Richmond have such a good list; they could absolutely go in and win the next two or three, or, or they could absolutely completely fall apart. Like yeah. it, it, it's it's it, sport. That's the great thing about sport is it is so uh, hard to predict. But I I think they're going to be still pretty good. I, yeah, I, I think they will be about the mark of last year. Top four again. Yeah, I think I think that's that's very much on the cards. Certainly, top six. I think it's you can definitely win it outside, particularly with the way they're doing the buy now. I think it's 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 very possible to win it outside of the top four. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all with extra. I reckon I get the feeling this year they're going to overrest at times and potentially drop a couple drop of games, games and maybe finish fifth or sixth. But I don't think they care. I think they'll come in and and, and then maybe be ready at the back end and it would work. But yeah. but it, that 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 could be yeah that, that, you know like into Hawthorne did in the second part of the three P you know they might have overrested and then come in oh hang on well, that might have worked actually we're actually pretty fresh yeah I, so look, that might actually it might be sort of a blessing in disguise but it, it's it's impossible to predict obviously but yeah I I'm a, I tend to agree with your synopsis there I think Richmond will be thereabouts they'll do what they need to do to yeah. play finals. And it wouldn't surprise. So they don't play finals. And, so it, and I definitely won't be surprised if they yeah rest plays throughout the year. And yeah, obviously, we've seen that you can win a flag from four, five, six, even seventh position, eighth, eighth even. Like really, if everything goes to plan, so bit more of the same from the Tigs. Maybe yeah, I think so. And let's get into the Saints' last team of tonight. So, a fair tough game on the Saints. So, Carlisle probably not playing for the rest of the year. Hanabry under a fair bit of uh, clash as well. Uh, McCartan apparently looks good, but yeah, anyway. Uh, Jack, Jack, Jack and Jack could be here, the there and everywhere. Well, one of the Jacks is taking a definite leave. So, yeah. I guess, yeah, it's probably not a great looking off season. Not the ideal start that no. the Saints supporters would have wanted for this year. No, and not obviously the then, particularly. Yeah. No, and then obviously with uh, the great Saint Nick coming out and telling everyone that everyone takes drugs. We didn't say that. No. That's a bit salacious. No, but what he... What I like being salacious. He, did, he didn't this say is, that. This is a podcast. That was a grand Thomas be, response yeah. there, which I skipped on the agenda because <laughs> it's not worth talking about. No, no, about. no. But, but it doesn't, no, help, but, it doesn't no. help the Saints... Try and boost their... Doesn't help anything. No, it doesn't help anything. But it doesn't help the Saints uh, sort of... Oh, look at that whole thing. Their... It's not... I don't, don't want to get The whole no. thing was brought up in, in other respects. But anyway, let's... let's no. no. But in terms of 2019 with the Saints, they've obviously had a lot of, of drawbacks. They had a horrible season last year. Uh, their best result really was probably beating the, the GWS in a draw. Well, not beating them. Sorry, evening them in a the draw. They, uh, uh, did they beat... The doggies at Eddie oh, towards the end they of the season. They might have had a couple of years. There was, a, there was, I think, there was one game towards the end of the season where they. Who, yeah. At that point, that's not. Much but of nobody a good cares. Result. No. So I mean, yeah. Look, ultimately, they had a horrible season. Richo's not going on three sixty this year because he doesn't want to be asked the question every week. Are you going to be coaching next week? Particularly with Brett Ratton, just Brett sit, Ratton sitting on his shoulder, taking over. Uh, so I guess we, we said by round ten, 
Brett Ratton would be the coach of St Kilda. I think that's that's pretty on the cards again, to be honest. I, I look, I think they will be okay at times. I think I think you'll you'll see some good things, you know, your Hunter Clarks, and you know they, they've definitely got some some solid players, but they they're a long long way short, and they really need a Carlisle to be up and going and right. And don't Essendon look smart for trading him now? Like as much as that looked crazy at the time, he was a and pretty all good player. Passing. Well, did the due diligence potentially because I mean right now this whole thing of this whole. You know, this back it, injury, but this that's apparently like tied to junior cricket. Like what? What? Like anyway. So yeah, we touched on that last week. Didn't no, we, we spoke about that yeah. last week. But yeah, look, uh, and then on top of it, their their prized recruit, which was you know he was contracted in in Hanary, he was contracted to Sydney for another two years, and and St Kilda were effectively the only club that were after him, and I think Sydney's like. Oh. Okay. We'll take it. Yeah, no worries. What are you offering? No, no worries. And he's still... And he ran away, four, ran four, away with the cash back. Yeah, four to it. five weeks minimum before he's on the field. So that's not ideal. No. And there's a lot of noise coming the, out as well. Two but, of their yeah. three top draft picks from last not year great. are not ready for... Some, one of them is not ready for another 12 weeks or something ridiculous like that. So it's not looking ideal for the start of the season. Yeah. Though they did get a win on the weekend, well, it's a JLT. Though, it so. is, but you know, you, so did Carlton. I don't, a, I don't see Carlton yeah, being too the, well throughout the, the t- whole year. I know, and, but it's so these, early though. These, these teams yeah, do well early. Like, these Big are deal. You're talking about the, the support, talking about the supporters just getting a little bit of faith. They've got to have a bit of faith. Well, look at the bloody Carlton stuff with Sam Walsh, which we didn't talk about. But there was all this talk of him, you know, for Carlton. He's already off. got the Brownlow. He's he? got five Brownlows. They talk about him as though he's, you know, the next Judd. It's just ridiculous, this pressure they put on. Too like, much pressure. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to find some light at the end of the tunnel here for this poor old Saints supporters. Oh, mate, Dylan Ro- Robertson, uh, he was the dude that uh, collapsed. Robertson, sorry. Yeah. He was the guy that collapsed in uh, Geelong. Uh, apparently, he's had a pretty sort of solid setup. So, I don't know. I they're going to be better, but they're not. Are they? Like, well, four. They won like what four or five Are games. They going they were to pretty be better? bad. Yeah, they were pretty bad though. Do you think they're going to win more or less games? At the moment, I can't see them winning more. Wow. So you think? Well, uh, four, okay. So let me just clarify. Like, Sorry, four. I was correct. Yeah. Yeah. Four. So less than four. So that's arguably bad. their best play from last year is mentally. I oh, got mental instability. Well, he's yeah, yeah. No, doesn't not want to well. play. Does not want to play. No. For, like, does not want to play for Sakilda. Wants to play for Geelong. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. So he wanted to go. To, if if the listeners don't remember that, he did try to get traded to Geelong. The yeah. the best backman be is out for probably the year. I would say yeah. at least half a year. I, I think forget him. He, I think put he's on ice. He's not playing this year. If he does, it's the very back end. Yeah. So the key pick up from another. Club in Hanbury. Is someone that club wanted to get rid of? Month or two out. Let, let, just throw that out there. Yeah. yeah. And then two of their top three draft picks are long term injury lists. Yeah. I don't know how it's getting better. Yeah. It's, well, I wish it right. could. I mean, yes, they've got Ratten there to take the reins. Poor Rats. He's probably there getting ready to take his uh, acceptance speech as the incumbent. And Jaron Gear is the captain again, so that'll be good. And the, I mean, yeah, and look, they have got some really good players. Who? St. Kilda. We've got Max King, the new fella. Yeah, but he, he's, right. he but he's not ready for weeks. Yeah. He's injured. 
We could almost do the Gold Coast thing. Actually, almost. Let's, let's do this. We're at the back end here. So, Blake Akers. We know him. Blake Akers. So, we're playing... This is a guess who thing. We did this yep. with the Gold Coast. We're going to do this, do this for fun now with St. Kilda. We know him. Uh, Sam Alabacus. That's him there. Nope. No. Uh, David Armitage. We know him. Armitage. He's, he's still yeah. on their list. Um, he's still there. <laughs> Jeez. Logan That's Austin. Not never do. Josh Battle. We know. I like Battle. Battle. Well, if he oh, they, like if they can get him, if they can get him up good and going, player. very good player. Regularly Ooh. each week, I I give him some no, pluses. I like him. He's quality, but they just got to get him on the field and give him some supply. I'm pretty sure they're the key forward for him. Yep. Well, Jack Billings. Billings. Like star. him. Good player. Another Jack. Again, needs to be consistent. And they've got to find a spot for him, whether it's on the flank or on the wing. I reckon it's the wing. I reckon he's got too much pace and class to be <laughs> forward. Nathan Brown. We know him. ex player. I know. I know. I'm Nathan Brown. It's not him, though. No. Uh, Josh Bruce. Bruce. Oh, Josh Bruce. I like Again, Bruce. get him on the Canberra field. Boy. Good. good boy. Uh, Josh Patel. No. Oh, that guy. He was the yeah, yeah, no, I liked his story. That was good. Uh, I know him. Uh, Jay Carlisle. Uh, him. Spoken about Snapchat. him. Snapchat. Uh, Hunter Clark, I like Hunter Clark, good player. Oscar, so do you know? Do you know Hunter Clark? We spoke about him last year. Yeah, wasn't he last Ninth year or the pick. year before? Yeah, pick yeah. Oscar Calaverino. Yeah, so high praise on him. He's injured, won't be playing for a little while. Westgate. But he's meant to be very good as well. Nick Cofield, never heard of. Luke Dunstan, never heard of. Jaron Geary, don't know. He's the captain. Jay Gresham <coughs> should have left. No, nah, he's a good player. Dan Hanbury. Don't know him. <laughs> Nick Hind. <laughs> Joking. Who? Nick Hind. No. <laughs> I don't know who that, that is. Either. Darren Joyce. No, nah, don't know him. Dean Kent. I know Kent because it's a good name. Max uh, Kent. Max Kent. I know him. Yeah, <laughs> early, early high draft pick. Dalton Langerlands. No. Nah. Ben Long. I've, I know yeah, high draft yeah. pick again. He's injured <clears throat> out for a while. Billy Longer. Uh, he's their ruck, isn't he? Meant to be a ruck. He is. Yeah, yeah. He's okay. He's okay. Jack Lonnie. No. Rowan Marshall. Oh, Jack Loney. Loney, sorry. Oh, Loney, yeah. I reckon Loney. So, so, sorry. No, no. Jeez. Oh, no, no, I'll just... No, no. Oh, just oh, pronunciation. Right. Um, oh, no, it's just pronunciation. I'm reading it off a page. I know that. Sorry. Uh, I keep... Thinking he's one of the lonely twins. There from is no years ago, but... I apologise. My my apologies. <laughs> Don't know him. <laughs> After all that, <laughs> Rowan Marshall. No. Paddy McCartan. Yeah, we've heard Poor of him. Old. Poor old, old mate. Uh, Daniel McKenzie. No. Tim Membry. Yeah, we've heard of him. Jack Nunes. Don't know. Jack Nunes, I know. Membry, I know. Matthew Parker. No. no. Don't know. Ben Patton. Uh yeah, he's a young gun. <laughs> no, he's, no, he's meant to be I'm absolute star. Up. No, no, no. I did hear a I story. With him. No, you didn't. I didn't. No, he's a bit young. <laughs> he's very young. Yeah, he's no. been born when you finished school. It was like Ed Phillips. He wasn't Ed Phillips. Sounds, Sounds like, like a known name, but I don't know. But Ed, no, he was like a TV dodgy TV actor, <laughs> like in the eighties or nineties. Lewis Pierce on him again, dodgy TV. No. Uh, young Guns. Bailey Rice. I know about Bailey Rice, yeah. Could oh, be mate, Dylan Robertson. We learned about him when he bloody collapsed. Collapsed, yeah. Sebastian Ross. 
Yeah, Seb Ross, obviously Seb Ross. one of their best players. I don't want to call Sebastian. Full name, reading off the page. Uh, Shane Savage, I like Savage. Yeah, ex Hawthorne player. He's very savage. Has uh, actually been better at St. Kilda since Jack, there. That's true. Jake Sinclair. Yeah, he's um, probably unlucky not to play more regular senior footy, I reckon. Well, he will get a game here. He will now. Uh, Jack Steele. Gun. Jack Stephen. Gun. Jack. No, I'm joking. Jimmy Webster. Could be a gun. Son of a gun. Let's call him a son of a gun then. Don't know him. <laughs> Brandon White. Who? Callum Wilkie. No. Robert Young. No. <laughs> so that, that is a, a guess who... I think we did okay there. We were over half. It was much better was than the Gold Coast. A bit up there with the Gold Coast. The, no, nah, the Gold Coast was ridiculous. We only got like 14 planes. That's pretty bad. We follow the game pretty heavily and there were only 14 people that we knew out of a fairly long list. Mm. It was a lot of people. We had no bloody clue where they were. Yeah. Anyway, so Saints up, down, or so I, you think they're going to be win about four games again. That's about how busted Yeah, but they're again. about where they are. Yeah. I think they'll be a bit better. I still think they're the second worst team in the competition. Wow. We haven't, so this is the thing, we haven't done our ladders yet. So I guess a bit of a run up between now and the season. So next week we will do the, the next final three teams, three. obviously. The final three. The final. And then we will also, you know, obviously preview round one, but we'll also do what we find, you know, fun every year to do, which is the kind of big preview episode where we do the brown low. Just, you know, to throw it out there for a bit of fun. Well, I got it last year, so that was pretty funny. I tip um, Tom Mitchell for the brown low. So we'll, we'll throw it out there. It'd be funny if we could do it two years in a row. We'll do the, oh, yeah. So he's, not, he's not going to do it two years ago. No, well, he absolutely <laughs> won't do it this time. So we should put money on it this time to see whether we actually... We could have won a bloody fortune. He was so far out at the start 60 of the year. one or something. Yeah, he was, was he? way out. We could have done like 30 bucks on it and won a bomb. But anyway, no, but we don't, you know... Don't no, promote gambling. We don't. But uh, no, but we, we will do the, the Brownlow um, MVP... Top know, eight. Top eight. We will spoon, do we'll top, whole, the whole ladder. We'll do the whole, whole ladder. ladder. Uh, full ladder preview. Uh, in Grand the final predictions. Yeah, yeah. Norm will throw in just for a bit of fun, but obviously, yeah, that's you know impossible to get right, really. But we'll throw it out there for a bit of fun. But yeah, I, to be spoon. honest, I think the Saints will win. Yeah, spoon. But Saints, I think they'll win a little bit more. But I don't see them winning more than sort of seven or eight games. I think they're still going to be pretty. So five, favorite. you say? Five. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, I think they won't make the eight. There's too many teams that will beat Hell them. Hell no, they're not. There's too many teams that will beat them. Unless there's like just some absolute miracle turnaround. It won't, it's not going to happen yet. Yeah, no, Michael Jordan. Trying to be positive. Yeah, Ma- Michael, jo- Michael Jordan. Plays and, AFL. Uh, yep. And, and LeBron plays AFL. Roger Federer, he's figured yeah, out how to play They've all AFL. become AFL players. Okay. Just come in and dominate. They just come as rookie yeah. pickups and want to earn $2 an hour to come there. Yeah. Versus what they currently yeah. earn. Tom Brady comes in. Oh. Just plays. He'd probably be alright, actually. No, he throws. Doesn't have to kick. That's true. <laughs> and he might get in trouble with the inflated ball as well. He might. Uh, thanks for listening guys we really appreciate it check out our sponsors Hopsterhome hopsterhome.com.au we really appreciate your listening give us a review I saw a couple of you did some some reviews thank you for doing that we really appreciate it and, on iTunes and the Gold Coast Suns for following us on Twitter yeah four Legends. fans thank you <laughs> the four Gold Coast good fans good to know we've got fans up in Queensland yeah yeah thank you to those four people those Twitter bots that follow us. love the Twitter bots oh, sorry well the Instagram <laughs> bots with the same sort of deal yeah the troll Take care. Enjoy the the AFLW. Yep. 
And then we will be back next week. Next week, three more teams. Last, We're there. last review or preview, sorry, of twenty nineteen. And then the following will West do... Coast doggies. <laughs> it's so funny how like, we obviously know all the teams, Sydney. but we sound like bozos every week. So the last, the last three. Hang on, hang on, hang yeah, hang Sydney, hang on. West Coast, and the doggies. It has to be, yeah, the last three. So and, yeah, that's it. And then we'll over obviously oversee the last round of JLT, second last round of. The women's we'll lead a BLT. Yep, and then the following week we to find we'll, a good BLT. Yeah, I'm thinking and, about and, it. And then the week after that, we'll get uh, into the real into the real stuff. stuff. And, well, and from a men's perspective, and we will have the uh, Beyond the Game show back as well soon, and hopefully have some more info on some guests. of the guests it's and on. biggest stuff that we've got planned for the year. Exactly. All right, guys, have a great weekend and enjoy the footy. Goodbye. See ya. Cheers. <laughs>